This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one, so you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link. And now all your computer can play is... Red color, red color, where are you? <sighs> all blocked, thanks to advanced security, included with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. Restrictions apply. All right, here we go. Here we go, people. I forgot to hit record the last time, so we had to start over. So hopefully everybody get an opportunity to join in. I give everybody uh, their time. Yeah, man, I forgot to hit record because I'm not at home. So I got to hit the record feature so I could play it into my mixer and upload it for the people who don't have a Twitter or want to hear the episode later in the day. So um, luckily, I realized that early in the last room. Um, So for the folks who share their thoughts, if they want to request to be a speaker and say it again so they could be a part of the podcast episode, you're more than welcome. Apologize for that mishap. I wasn't paying attention, but I looked and I was like, wait a minute, this thing ain't recording. So let me go ahead and get my speaker in here. Like I said, Twitter spaces, this is more for you guys. I don't want to be the whole time. I don't want to talk and dominate these podcast episodes when it's a Twitter space. So y'all feel free to unmute yourself and share your thoughts on Coach Tony Elliott's press conference. What were your thoughts? We back. Like I just said, uh, it's exciting to see some of the things that he said that resonated with a lot of us from recruiting to how he's going to mold these young men. You know, it was also funny when they asked that question. How do you want to how are you going to be on offense and defense? We want to score points. We want to stop people. Hmm. That's it. And, you know, and just get back to the basics and don't need to be cute. We just need to get back to bust people in the mouth. I enjoyed the fact that he was not trying to use the facilities or UVA as an excuse. Yeah. Because to me, that that is not an excuse, you know. But like I said, I keep comparing it to back in the day because back in the day, folks knew what it was. You knew where to go, you know what I'm saying, if you wanted to get next level. It was either the, the, the homeless shelter up the road or it was right here in your own backyard. <laughs> and you did what it take to get there. You know what I mean? You, If it's the books you needed to hit, you will be hitting the books. You did what it take to get with the ball players. And I, I completely understood that. He is not using that as an excuse. He is not using the facilities as an excuse. He, he said, we, we need to start with us first. We need to build, build and win first. Then we'll get to the facilities. Hmm. All of that resonated. That, that was a, it was an enlightening press conference. Felt real good. Like I said, he had a lot of bravado or swag about him. It makes me feel like, you know, he is very relatable to the players. You know, they talk yeah. the same. They might walk the same. They might have the same lingo That's from, from, from what it looks like. We can talk about Air Max's type stuff. So I, I like that. I like that. He said a lot of things that I think is going to resonate with a lot of people inside their homes more than just you want to come 
play football at the next level? No, do you want to be somebody with your life if you're going to play football or even if you don't? That's what I, I really took into account for. And it's just, like I said, it's like exciting. It's a brand new day. And the, the, today is the first day of the rest of our Who Lives. So we're going to keep going with this momentum. There we go. There we go. Who we got next? Let's go ahead and unmute and, and share your thoughts. Hey, I'll go. I'll just say, I'll go ahead. This is, you know, Coach Twitter. Once again, I'm one of his recruits there. Um, just listening to him and understanding what he's trying to resonate. Um, it, it's To me, as a parent of a recruit, it, it, it's very good, great listening to what he's projecting. Um, like I said, he, he didn't use the facilities as something as a as a selling point. They tried to, to dig it out of him, and he was like, "Look, we dig it from within, and we'll build out. You bring them, everything else will come along." And as, as a parent, we wasn't sold to UVA based on the facilities. Mm. And then at that point, you know, what I'm saying when he when he spoke to my son last night, my son was like, "Hey, this is it, Dad." I'm ready Wednesday. Let's do it. So in, in saying that, in saying that, you know, I, I'm very excited about what is going to happen at UVA. Um, it, it's, it's just a blessing. Like I said, it, it, it put us in a loop for a while, but my son stayed committed to it all the way. You know, he believed in, in God and whatever was going on, and what it was going to be. And, and he stayed true to who he, who he was. And what he stood for, and and that's what type of coach I believe we're getting to, as well. Awesome! I appreciate that feedback, man. Definitely appreciate that. What we got next? I was gonna say I, I uh, ahead, as well. I I watched the press conference and then I went on the donation website right after that and made it. Not, not, I'm not a millionaire, but made a donation to uh, the new master plan. Let's go, <laughs> oh, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's no, you, yeah, get, you get showered for that, cuz. Yeah. Let's go. That's <laughs> what we talking about. Let's but go. That's what um, it was. That inspiring to me. I, I'm just. I his character showed through, which I appreciate. And um, as someone who teaches at UVA too. It, I just really care about the students and the type of just growing them as people. And so for me, that's really important. And, um, yeah, I think the other thing, I, OG, uh, who brought it up of, I want to just, you know, stop them from scoring and scoring more points as well as the character building, but I'm not going to call out any former coaches. I mean, that's not something nope. to do. I think there, there is a sense of, um, you know, trying to play checkers while they play, you know, play chess while they play checkers type of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can overthink it. And, you know, there's some play calling in our past that kind of seems to be kind of overthinking um, the college game. And I, I'm just, I'm really excited about someone who's just going to be a great college coach and is just going to take that, that mindset. Uh-huh. So, I was thrilled. I mean, I, I, I can't be more happy with the selection. So I, I, I'm, I'm just really happy. Appreciate that, Will. Definitely appreciate that. Yes, sir. What we got next as a speaker? Just unmute yourself. Speak freely. 
What's up, Hawk? What's up, Gavin? How you doing? Good, man. Huge fan of yours and, and everything that you give us with this platform, man. Just wanted to start off with Appreciate that. You, um but uh, and I could be I could be wrong by saying this, but you know the feel and the vibe that I got uh, from Coach Elliott today. I, I feel like in the past, uh, University of Virginia has sold people like on its academics mm-hmm. and 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 not necessarily through its facilities. But I feel like finally now, and this is not a knock on Mendenhall, but we've got a program uh, that we can sell off of its coach, um, and I, I think that's I think that's huge for us. Uh, in the long run, and I, I talk about, you know, I like the word trajectory, and it, I think if you look back, uh, you know, to when Mike London was on his way out, um, I don't think that we could have gotten a coach like this. I think it took a Mendenhall era to get a coach like mm-hmm. this, and so I think that's why I'm so appreciative of what Mendenhall brought to the table, but I feel like now we have this, we're elevated to a point where we could have a coach like Elliot, and I'm just grateful for that. Um, but I, I just got that vibe that now we can sell this program off of Coach Elliott also. Agreed. Thanks. No, nah, man, appreciate that. Yeah, I think you said it right. Um, big he, facts. He continued to reference what Coach Mendenhall did with this program before he got here. And, you know, he sat down, he met with Coach Mendenhall, and they broke bread. And that's the one thing that made me respect Coach Mendenhall because he went and met with Coach Welsh and broke bread with him. So the fact that Coach Elliott took the time out to break bread with Coach Mendenhall, another coach I respect a lot, uh, made me really respect him because he said, I'm, I'm not going to have all the answers, but at the same time, I, I, he has a vision and he understands how to get to that vision, but he also understands he only is good as the team that he builds and the players that they recruit and and the foundation that they build. So I'm excited, man. Like, I'm just ready, you know, to cheer the who's on for this bowl game. Um, hopefully send Bronco out on a positive note, then see what type of staff he builds, um, the players he can influence to leave the transfer portal and return back here. Um, yeah, man, I'm hype. I'm talking too much. I'll let somebody else go. Who next? No, you're not. Uh, to piggyback off of what Gavin said, I completely agree. I feel like this. I feel like, you know, when Bronco came in, it was a different set of, let me go ahead and say that key word, expectations as opposed oh, to now go. you know pretty much pretty <laughs> much you can you can go ahead and say UVA football has been consistent the last five years and if you look at it every single year they have improved so that like I said Bronco deserves a tremendous amount of credit he deserves a tremendous amount of respect and you are absolutely right I do think six years ago we would have never had a chance to get a coach like this we would have never had a chance but the program is in a way better place than it is now than it was six years ago for to land a coach like that that could possibly take us from you know just plain no consistency to to our expectations that need to be met and that we all want where it should be. So I completely agree with you, Gavin. It, it, it is a new day, and I did feel that same sense watching him and listening to him speak, watching him and listening to him speak about his family. My man came off straight up right. A, a happy wife is a happy life. That ain't related. Facts. I don't know what is. He kept, he kept it real and he kept it honest. And, and then I really enjoyed the fact of how when all the reporters were asking him some of them tough questions, how do you plan to recruit at UVA and things of that nature? He didn't have no written script. He spoke off what he knew. He spoke off what he knew, and I really appreciated that. And it gave me a sense of we in good hands. 
you know, six years ago when we made this hire, nobody knew any, nobody knew what to expect, period. We knew nothing. You know, it, it was kind of in limbo. The program had been trashed for like 20 something years. And it just, it just is what it is. And now we're at a consistent level and we landed one of those high profile coaches that I'm bent in and out of these four or five star people's cribs on a consistent basis to where, yeah, he actually looked at the program. He didn't care about the facilities, but he saw the outcome. He saw what it could be. So I completely agree with you, my boy. Completely. And I, I like how he pointed out that. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Oh yeah, I like how he he was transparent. He was like, "Yo, if Clemson was still the Clemson of old, I wouldn't even be here right now." Yeah, wouldn't even. And he ain't lying. Yep, he is not lying. You know and what I, I'm saying? I he was like, that. I, if we were making a championship <laughs> run, I ain't even taking interviews. So, the universe don't make mistakes, man. Yeah, it, all the stars just you know? aligned for us. Okay, yep, a hundred percent. Yeah. Who you got next? And he excited, bro. He excited. He excited to be here. Yeah, Trust dude. Me. Let me ask you. You you he spoke excited. with him yet? You, I know you talked yeah, to him. Yeah, we sat down. Yeah, we sat down. Oh, what? Talk, His vibe is, it's, How was it's that? genuine, bro. How was that? It's genuine. Cool guy, man. Like, a cool, mm-hmm. like, down-to-earth dude, easy to talk to. Um, excited about being here. Excited about the input that alums can provide for him, just about the old way of, of like, yes. what our standards are. And like you say, I, you know, expectations and understand that you you can't go backwards. But just just trying to understand what what the Giants laid down before he got here. And we had some big time yes. guys like Chris Slade and and Chris Long, Wally Rand, and Aaron Brooks. Um, the list goes on and on of, of big time guys that were here, and they got a chance to talk to him and see him. So that was good. That was definitely That's good. Man. And he's genuine. He like, no, nah, y'all y'all make sure you know. I'm gonna be in contact with y'all just to to get y'all feedback. So, yeah, man, I'm excited, yo. Like he really, I, he's I, here. That's what's up, man. Like, he's I told he's you. here. That's like, what's up. Ain't no going back. He, he need to, to call you, cuz he's here. Yeah, he's here. He need to call you. That was my. That, that's the only question that I would say I have in terms of when a head coach is hired. You know, now that you know he is his team. It's not his team until after the bowl game, even though it is. I, I, what do you think his next moves are? You know, what I'm saying as far as a coach, his next moves in between now and the bowl game. I guess you should say, like, you you think he gonna be heavy on the road? Like, how how do that work? I don't because I, I like I said, um, I'm asking because I don't know. You know, I mean, from my understanding is, is as much as Bronco and him let him come around the facility here, come around, but he's gonna make you know, I think he's gonna be reaching out to to potential coaching candidates. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how it's gonna work with the current staff because he doesn't he doesn't want to be a distraction at all to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but, that too. Yeah. but at the same time, all those guys know they got to find another job. So they're all going to map out something to a part of the day to where they could talk with him, you know, because yeah. those guys don't want to leave. You know what I'm saying? If, if the perfect yeah. world, they, they could just stay at the university with a new head coach, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but he, he's definitely going to be hitting the road trying to make sure he talks to recruits as well. So, And another, oh, yeah. another good thing, too, man, I never realized. So Dabo Sweeney. Never looked at the transfer portal for players, so that's something new to him too. Yeah, they never went to the transfer portal and looked for guys. Yeah, they ain't need to. They came to them. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah. now you're at a school where you could, oh, that's right. That's yeah, you got, you got you got pickings. Yeah. yeah. You can go so, pick the best strawberries if you want. <laughs> yeah. But I like him, man, because his energy was, he was, dog, he was genuine. He excited. Like, you just want the person to be excited to be at this damn school. He was excited. So I'm excited. Yeah. But I didn't talk too much. Y'all go ahead. I'm talking too much. Big so, dog, Haley. Yeah. Big dog. He was there. He was there. Today. I he, he, big dog. What you think? What's up? What's up, fellas? Yeah, man. What's well, going I mean, on? First, first, it was just, you know, it was good to see uh, some of my boys, Mr. Paul Hawk, Ahmad Hawkins, uh, getting a chance to catch up with him. And then, of course, to see some of the other um, alumni there, they're uh, supporting him. Um, and, you know, you can get a vibe. We've all been around people, and we all can get an initial perception or vibe from somebody and I got a good vibe from him I like what he said a lot some of it was scripted most of it wasn't um, and you can you know what a, you know what, what a good what a good person speaks from his heart about what his expectations are and Yo, what, boy. <laughs> we go. what his expectations are and kind of what his vision is. So, you know, like, really, I did, I, 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 I came away, I'm, look, I'm on 81, driving back to Blacksburg now, and I got a good feeling in my heart about, we got a good person, we got somebody who, who's gonna listen, if that makes sense, like, he's not coming in, I don't think he's gonna come in not listening, because we all know good leaders need to be good listeners first, and I yeah. think, I, I think he has that in his head. That, that that's what he's going to do and he's going to learn. And, you know, of course, he's going to get in whoever he wants, who he thinks is going to be the best for the job coaching-wise. So, you know, my, you know, I just hope I hope we get a good staff. He, he puts a good staff together and we get to work. Nah, that's what's up. I see yeah, I agree Austin with that. his hand up. Austin, go ahead and provide your, your thoughts, man, on the press conference. Yo, what's going on, guys? How are y'all? Doing what up, up, my boy? How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Hey, um, I just want to say real quick, uh, you know, I was really, like, I think it seems like a lot of people uh, really impressed with what I heard from Tony Elliott today. I think he's exactly uh, as advertised, um, just kind of from, from the get-go when the announcement when the uh, announcement that he was hired uh, came about. Um, one thing that really stood out to me, it seems like uh, a lot of the players and uh, current recruits uh, have seemed to uh, been very receptive to him. Um, yeah. I think that's I think that's extremely important, especially when we have some guys that uh, entered the portal. Um, you know, and I was I was honestly very intrigued by the fact that uh, that Olu actually was around uh, to speak to the media today and was there for the press conference after he entered the portal. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm kind of hoping that maybe he might stick around. I know he's getting a lot of big uh, big looks from uh, top tier schools. I know he took a visit to Michigan. Um, so I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that maybe. Uh, that Elliot might be able to sway him to stay. And also, um, on another note, and besides uh, the fact that Coach Elliott's just, you know, awesome and everything I think we could owe for, uh, the fact that uh, Brendan Armstrong came out today and said that uh, he's either going to go to the NFL or um, he's staying at the University of Virginia, I think is uh, very big news and, uh, you know, something that I think that maybe not a lot of people expected. Yeah. Yeah. Old Brendan Armstrong came out and Olu in the building. <laughs> yeah, yay. Uh appreciate that, Austin, man. You, you definitely right, man. It's a it's a lot of excitement. 
you know, it was a lot of um, the vibe changed, of course, when when Coach Mendenhall stepped down. And then it was a whirlwind. So a lot of speculation, a lot of ifs, a lot of everything. Everybody was drawing their own conclusions. But it just finally, it's good to finally exhale and smile that we know who is the CEO of our football team now and that he's very personable. And shoot, man, he won a ball. He just want to. He just want to strap up and go. And he excited about the opportunity. All right, we got who else want to? Who else want to speak next? I see my man, Mister Stewart, up there. Triple OG. Yes, How you doing? How you gentlemen? doing, sir? What's going on? Hey, sir? There you go. Thank you for the opportunity to speak. I was yes, speaking sir. as a current player father. Um, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm really appreciative of the um, process and how he went about speaking to the new recruits as well as the current players, which is very important, of uh, building relationships. Um, <clears throat> I think it's very important with the alumni that you guys have been talking about for a while with the alumni. A lot of the parents that I've spoken to are very excited about the hire. I do mm-hmm. want to say that um, I think it's excellent. I'm Coach Brenda Hall, and the relationship or the transition portion, which is very important as well for the players as well as the coaches, that you're just looking at the relationship or how Bronco is going about doing the transition, and I think that is excellent. That gives high reviews for him as a coach that is leaving out and turning over the reins to the new coach. So I just want to say that, guys. Thank you very much. You're doing an outstanding job. Hey, so my mans, my mans, we appreciate you, big dog. Yeah, I have a tremendous man. amount of respect for you, Mister Stewart. You know why? I got a tremendous amount of respect for you, sir. Hundred percent. You oh, already I know. Gonna, I thought you was going to tell us why, so you was telling him he know why. Yeah, he, know, he, he already knows know why. He, I was, my mind no, he, he, he just like why? just I, I'm just I'm just a humble person, <laughs> and you know he just. I, I had tweeted something like, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking for a green screen. And he was like, hey, DM me. He tried to meet me at the game, all kinds of stuff, you know. Small gestures like that in life I don't take for granted, you know what I'm saying? Because and he could have just kept scrolling and it could have been nothing. But the only reason it did is because we all share the same love for what? It's all about this who. So that means the everything. Who. Everything to me, for real. Yeah, man. But – yeah, man, I'm going to keep echoing this. Definitely excited about Coach Elliott just because you can feel the vibe from him that he's excited. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just – I like genuine people. I don't like used car salesmen. I don't like folks who are just trying to sell you a dream or just want to talk to you just so they can get what they want. But the dude is just – he's just a nice dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they got another wall that I'll run through. Cause I'm gonna run through a wall for him now that he on board. No, and that, that's right. Yeah, anybody, whoever is the leader, he could have been the, the manager at McDonald's. That, we, that's what we're here for. We got your back, big dog. It's a family affair out here. You know, so it's one, of the all the time. Is, it's one of the things is where fans, let's go ahead and get these. Go ahead and get your season ticket, man. You don't want to miss the inaugural season. You feel me? Yeah, I think I think I, I have never owned a pair of season tickets this okay. far. Like I okay. always buy individual. This uh-huh. will be the first year finally that I step off the porch and go oh, ahead. Yeah? Besides my son being old enough and he ready to go see his home. Yeah, my yeah. daughter loves going to UVA. She done been to the spring game a bunch of times. Uh-huh. My wife loves it. So you, I, we all the way out this year. 
So we, we got all the way news. out. We there. got breaking news. You breaking a new news. Season See, uh, it's coming, baby. We <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I gotta be there all the time, full time. Let's get it. Gotta do my part. And uh. and I'm glad you're recording this so I can go ahead and throw this out there too. You know, you can't start something that you can't partake in or finish. So I said I was going we was gonna start these spaces up and then out of these spaces we done generated a lot of donations going on. A lot of people deciding to go ahead and come off the porch, even if it's five or ten dollars, you know they wanna make little stipulations. Well, I got a couple for myself. Every touchdown we got, I donate fifty dollars for every touchdown. Mm. Straight up, every too. interception, every every interception we get, I donate a hundred dollars. If we get a victory, I donate a hundred off of that too. And if we get mm. a loss, I donate fifty because when or lose, this is what we do. I, I'm all about this hoop. So 100 percent, and I'm glad I can replay this and record it so I can mark down what I need to be spending. A hundred percent, but that's what I'm going to donate. I've seen Tremaine's post. I've seen everybody's posts about what they would like to donate. So, yeah, I'm jumping out there, too. Like I said, you can't start something that you ain't going to partake in or you ain't going to finish. So I'm a part. I started it. I'm a partake in it. And I'm going to see y'all at the finish because this is what we do. You, you got to stand it. on your own. You got to stand on it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Anybody that's in the building, if you want to be a speaker, just request to be a speaker. If you're already a speaker, unmute yourself. Just want to hear your reactions from the the press conference, man, and and what you thought of Coach Tony Elliott. Um, Yeah, man, it's time to get excited. We're here. You know, we went through limbo for a week not knowing who was going to be the next head coach. A lot of speculation, a lot of this, a lot of that, a lot of tweets, a lot of everything. Now that we have a coach, he's been introduced. You got to hear him speak. You got to hear him answer questions. Share your thoughts, man. That, that's what we live in this age. I create these spaces so you guys' voices can be heard. And, look, the administrators, they, they appreciate it, man. Calling them, they appreciate you guys sharing your voice and providing ideas and going out there and, and donating. Like, it's very appreciated, man. Very Ooh, appreciated. so now I know I can email her that uh, – that package by uh, my, my boy Micah that he sent up in that group chat. Oh, yeah, we need to email her that. And my All man, right. my man, he had a whole 10-page PowerPoint. <laughs> that joke was PowerPoint. sweet. That joke was sweet. Yeah. That joke was get sweet. It, get it to the chains of command, man. Hey, it don't hurt nothing. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. It doesn't hurt everything. I mean, anything. I say everything. Anything. Um, I got we got the voice of the who's in the building. Salute to him, my guy. I know he got to do the coach's corner today, so make sure y'all go out to BJ's restaurant and salute my guy John Freeman, man, doing a hell of a hell of a hell of a job. Man, I think I think it's a BJ's coming right next door to my house. A word? The BJ's wholesale club, and I think they're building a restaurant right here. Yeah, man. Make sure Walk y'all go to BJ's and y'all in look in Charlottesville. Matter of fact, I might see if my wife trying to go. I'm my, you know what I'm saying? I'm go in there. there. It's, it's nothing like I'm having in that, there. that crowd there, bro. People don't realize it. it's so much easier to do that job when you got people that are engaged right there in your face that's willing to talk back yeah. to you. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's yeah, the truest thing about you, MCN. You can feed off of them. Yeah, yeah you I'm, can feed I, off. I feed you off, feed off the energy. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's right why I like there. these Twitter spaces, bro. That's why I like these Twitter yeah. spaces versus just going off. You know, I still going to have my my candid episodes when I'm by myself on the mic, but this is right. This is it right here. This is what you want. This is what, like a TV show, this is what you want. Like, 
at this day and age now, people can have like sports TV shows to where people could use StreamYard or Zoom or something and just boom, produce it, put that one on. What you got to say? Boom, what you got to say? And you just talking to the to the fans around the world. Maybe I just did a day go TV idea. I don't even know it. I just threw it out there for y'all. You know? Will is back. Let me see what Will got to say. Yeah, who next? Somebody step up with something to say, cool. How y'all feel? What do you think about your coach? I think they, they think they everybody done. Oh, that but will. I was going to say, I want to say, um, I think John's been doing a great job as a voice of the who's and I really appreciate him stepping in and, and doing such a good job. Yeah, he full fledged now. He ain't no intro. Yeah. No yeah. He is <laughs> the voice of the who's baby. He right here from the crib too. So that's what I'm talking about, man. That's dope, man. Salute to salute to Jay free, man. My man free. I just gave him a nickname. He might not even like it, but I gave it to him anyway. You know? Um, Ron Huff want to say something? Let's get my man Ron in here. Let him know. Ron, what's good, man? You going to mute yourself? I'm doing well. How you doing? Oh, it's great. I I watched the press conference at work. It was awesome. I got some nasty looks, but it's all okay. <laughs> Love the press conference. I'm I'm, I'm excited, uh, and I'm sorry I missed the majority of your space. But the drive home from work, I have no service, so I do have a question. Oh, it's all good. I do have a question. Why did Virginia Sports cut away from the press conference when the when the players spoke? I missed the whole the whole players conference. Oh, so as far as when the players spoke, we went. And the individual media, local media folks just had like little pods when they were speaking to various players. Um, I don't think any player spoke on ACC Network or on that live broadcast. I think that was just for Coach Elliott himself, if I'm not mistaken. So I've seen the, the comments made by Brendan about it's either the NFL or I'm coming back. I got that one. Uh, i seen Terrell yeah. Davis was, was one of the speakers. What did he have to say? Who was that again? Davis. Oh, the veil. Oh, the veil. Let's see. I don't say I don't know about that part. If they were, so, they were doing that live. He didn't stay. I didn't. No, he didn't. I didn't hear what the veil said. Or anything. I was wondering if he's going to play in the bowl game or not. Um, I doubt if Lavelle played in the bowl game. To be honest with you, I, I haven't heard any word that he that he was just yet. Um, I think he wants to fully make sure that his knee is healthy. Um, and you know, but I could be wrong. He could play. I'm not saying that's not a possibility. I just haven't heard anything to, you know, confirm or deny. Well, I understood. I'm hoping yeah. the next 30 days of practice, next 20 some days of practice with Mendenhall giving Elliot full reins of watching and, and evaluating that some of these players in the transfer portal will see how excited he is and decide to stay. Uh, that'd be awesome see that yeah absolutely man and i and absolutely I, like i think i really i really applaud mendenhall's approach of of accepting elliot in as part of the basically part of the coaching staff already and letting him do what he's going to do to evaluate talk to the assistants talk to the players I, I, that's that's big that's real big yeah that is big man and from my understanding elliot is just going to be he, he's here now so because i don't think he's going back to coach Clemson in their bowl game. And 
I'm not 100% sure, but I think I'm like 90% sure. Well, I'm pretty sure he said the first conference. He's here. He said in the press conference, he's here. He said the only way he was going to stay at Clemson was if they were in a national championship. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. He said, there you go. He said he, yep. was, he was here for the duration now. So, okay. Uh, so I ain't want to be quoted just, wrong. So you're right. Some news just at the wire. What's that? Uh, about he got a running back. We got a running back coach target, a primary target, Curtis Looper. Hmm. From uh, Missouri, Missouri, he Missouri running back coach. He the leading target for the job. Okay, so I know Brody. I, Brody, check him out. Brody's making his official announcement at seven o'clock tonight at the or at the Army game. Yeah. Oh, the Army game tonight. Is it seven o'clock tonight or seven o'clock tomorrow night? I ain't. I don't know when the Army game is. Normally, it would be on the weekend, but. I'm not sure because I, I haven't been keeping up with the All-Star games like that. That or the Under Armour game. Let me look it up. the whole COVID quick. situation, and I threw it all off for me. I'll look it up real quick. I only live like 30 minutes, probably. Yeah, I know. That's, everybody's focus, everybody's focus now is going to be, you know, his coaching staff. and Yeah, either I way, folks, I, I go ahead. respectfully respect his decision. Whatever it is, it don't even matter. It ain't us. Yeah. I just ask folks to understand that, that the situation he's in, like, you want to take take his time, have his due diligence if he can. You know, I know you want to have some guys on staff, so when you recruit guys, you can say, I, I have this guy at your position. But but with his first coaching job, you want to make sure that he he hires the guys that, that's, that can fit his vision and carry it out. So that's why yeah. I'm not going to be in a rush to be like, oh, you need to go ahead and hire some people like, Nah, yeah. Taking place, we don't know what each individual was telling him as far as when they can make the decision, when they could get here in Charlottesville, and things like that. It's seven o'clock. You said it's one. Seven o'clock Wednesday night. Okay, so oh, Wednesday night. So Wednesday, the uh, the army, the army game. Yeah, that's a good. I I love watching that game. Anyway, watching. All right, F two Clemson, man. You can unmute yourself when you're ready. Watching. Hey. Last night. FQ. I just wanted to slide in here and tell you guys that you guys are getting a fantastic coach, and uh, I'm super excited to see what he can do for Virginia, for the athletics department, to uh, maybe try to get you guys back up to uh, to ACC coastal competition and maybe see if Virginia and Clemson can get another run at it. But I do have one question for you guys. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, for the most part, uh, it – uh, it seems that Tony Elliott's going to look to fill in um, a lot of his staff for guys uh, outside of Clemson, uh, whether or not he's able to bring guys from Clemson or guys just don't, you know, would prefer to stay up in South Carolina. What are, what are some targets uh, that you guys are, like, really, really interested in? Because, like, I'm trying to work on a piece to, uh, you know, like – to thank Tony and give him like a send off and stuff, but I just don't know enough about Virginia football and stuff like that. Um, Bob. Yeah, really well, me, know, you know well, what I'm saying? Well, I can't. Go ahead. Well, you go ahead. You go ahead. I mean, me personally, as far as, as far as this coaching staff, um, it's going to be interesting to see who who he does target because, um. Like, when you want to become a head coach, you have an idea of which guys you would want on your staff, and you just made a great point. 
I don't think a lot of you don't see a lot of turnover with the Clemson coaching staff as far as guys leaving. Usually, guys are there for a pretty long time, and they seem like a a, a tight bunch. So, I'll be surprised if a lot of guys from that staff follow him. Um, I know Taj Boyd' name has came up a lot, um, and maybe he could be a a guy that can follow him here. Um, but selfishly. I would want him to like uh, retain a guy like Marcus Higgins that's already here to coach his receivers just because of what he means to the – first of all, he could coach the position at a high level. That's first and foremost. But um, as far as recruiting, he's a, he's a very good recruiter. He could continue to help you uh, win the Commonwealth because he said that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to make sure he could win the Commonwealth in recruiting. And um, – yeah, and then Coach 2J did a hell of a job with the offensive line here. I know with Timmy is in the transfer portal. Um, and seeing how he's developed offensive linemen here, um, I feel like that's a great thing because he recruits well also. Uh, but as far as, like, other positions, I, like, I don't know how many you want to retain from this current staff. I don't know what the the magic number is. Do you just keep one or is it just two and that's it? because you want to have your own identity if you can. I think every person that steps up in a new position, they want to create their new identity. When you go into these Fortune 500 companies, when they um, fire somebody from the top, they usually clean house when that new person comes because he wants to bring in his own vibe. He wants to get rid of um, what the culture was before. So, um, yeah. And, uh, OG, you said uh, the running back coach from Missouri was a target. Yeah, they said uh, Marcus Looper was a target. <clears throat> but other than that, you know, to piggyback uh, off of what he said, what Ballhawk said, it's all mysteries in the eye of the beholder. It all depends on what Coach T.E. want to do. You know what I'm saying? It's all in what he wants to do and who he wants to retain. Those are every coach that he named are pretty much coaches as us fans because I'm speaking from a fan perspective. Let me just throw that I'm a fan. You know, those are the names and the guys that we want to stay around. You know, your Hagens, your 2Js, your Becks, you know, other than, you know, pretty much. And the names that we've heard on the fan level circulate would be Taj Boyd and Daquan Bowers. And to me, those are names that are very attractive because they know the area, they know the landscape, and we as Virginia fans feel like we need to get back to that Virginia recruit. So I just figured I'd give you my fan perspective because, again, that's what I am. I'm, I'm just a fan. Yeah, hopefully that, that gave you some uh, a little bit to help you. But I, I'm not 100% sure on, like, the targets and things like that. I mean, yeah, I me either. On what goes on the field, man. I'm not a huge advocate of who he should hire because I – that's not my lane. Like I'm, I'm sitting back like a fan, just anxious to see who he hires. You feel what I'm saying, and, and how they fit what he wants. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys um, answering that too. Uh, you know, um, I've I've been surrounded by constant football my my entire life, and uh, and uh, I've been active in uh, in the media and press conferences press conferences and stuff do uh you guys as fans or as as writers or um anything have any questions that you have yet to kind of get answered about tony elliott about his like play style his hit or like his coaching and stuff or 
You guys, uh, you got I do have out. one question. Uh, I saw a former player tweet. You know, he quote tweeted one of our wide receivers in the transfer portal. Kind of made me raise my my left eyebrow. You know, what I'm saying I was standing there looking like the Rock for a second. Uh, a, a, a former Clemson player was like, "The oh, he already know he ain't trying to get screened to death." So <laughs> that's not Clemson offense, is it? Well, uh, so Clemson is a uh, Clemson's offense does rely a lot on the screen, right? Um, the uh, one of the biggest things that Clemson has done is is um, exploited day one quarterback talent, right? So when Clemson had Deshaun and Clemson had Trevor, you had guys who could get the ball out very quickly. I mean, and get it out accurately as well. So like, so like instead of like taking time and like waiting for a pass to develop, just go ahead and get the ball out quickly to your playmakers, right? Mm-hmm. Virginia has uh, Virginia has a really talented wide receiver core, and you will see probably over. Uh, like I would like to say over 45% of your total passes are going to be within the first five yards of the line of scrimmage. Um, one of the big things though, is that play is very reliant on your wide receivers being able to, uh, to make the right block at the right time. Uh, Clemson struggled with that a lot this past season. So that's why like you would see a lot of Clemson fans and Clemson writers kind of get a little bit up in arms at the fact that Clemson was running a lot of screens out to the flats. Uh, I think that just mostly comes down to um, preparedness and readiness to make the block on the wide receivers parts and, and the wide receiver coaching as well. But mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of screens. You're going to see a lot of getting the ball out quickly to your, quickly to your playmakers. And it also adds a, uh, a, a little bit of a depth to, to the RPO because if Armstrong does decide to come back for uh, for uh, for another run, you want to be able to give him the best decisions possible and being able to throw it out to the flats, hand to a running back, you know, throw it a little bit down the field or keep it, it keep it himself. It almost adds a fourth option to to the RPO. Yeah, mm. and I like it. It, 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 puts, mm. it puts guys in space, make DBs tackle. Um, like you said, with the RPO, it gets the linebackers' eyes, playing tricks on them. Like, you really can't be aggressive at just shooting the gap because you, you get caught leaning one way. So everything's looking the same. So I like that, man. Me um, too. I and just saw. Uh, and in anything, if it's not successful, and I'm saying in air quotations, then people start to question it. But when Clemson was successful, you saw they would get Higgins and all those guys in space, and then you'll get those ISO routes where it'll be quick speed outs. We remember the ACC championship. It wasn't just deep. Yeah. It wasn't all yeah. deep. Yeah. They were running speed outs on us. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, I, just saw, yeah. so I yeah. yeah. I just yeah it's one of those things. If the uh, if the cornerbacks decide to crash down and and they're they're anticipating a uh, a, a quick a quick throw yeah. out to the flats and stuff, you know, with the white with the right wide receiver and a uh, good and a really smart quarterback and. Brennan Armstrong is one of those guys. You you can recognize that. You can make the on-field check or just the wide receiver and quarterback look at each other like this guy's about to crash down. You got an isolated deep route with 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 a quarterback who has the arm strength to hit the throw and you have a wide out with the speed to to kind of bust it open a bit on the uh, on the cornerback. So 
it, it does get old, it does get boring, and, and it does create this idea of, you know, like, oh, you know, like, there's a lack of creativity, and, you know, like, it's getting lazy and stuff, but at the end of the day, with Tony Elliott, that, that is his bread and butter, that is his go-to, that's what he's going to do to see what the defense is in, and yeah. most of the time, it gains you five, six yards, right? It's mm-hmm. not a home run hitter, but it gets you, but it creates confidence between the wide receivers, between the quarterback, between the tight ends, and the offensive line of knowing we can get five, six yards without having to go through the uh, the uh, opposition's front seven. Yeah. And we know mm-hmm. another thing, we know he, he will run the football as well, utilize his backs, because he, he's had some very good backs while he was the offensive coordinator there as well. So, you know, the he thing is it should be excitements because he can he can beat you running the football – throwing the football, and he will utilize his quarterback running the football as well. So it's something that you should get excited for if you are a fan because the one thing that we felt was missing is added in his offense, and that's utilizing the mm. running back as a main runner. Thank um, God. So, yeah. Absolutely. and I, So yeah. I know it, it goes from, you know, so we know the excitement about offense now. Truth be told, everybody's going to pay attention to who he names as his D.C. and then what does that D.C. run. So whoever – as high as his DC, I know a lot of folks are get super excited even more if that DC features a defensive front that has at least four guys. I know everybody's gonna get excited about that. So everybody's gonna be paying attention, like, okay, who's he gonna hire as a DC? And um, yeah, man, it's it's exciting times, bro. Um, do we have any more speakers? Yeah, I appreciate that answer. Though. Minutes. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate I appreciate that. you jumping on. Appreciate bro. that. Um, FQ Clemson for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. One thing. One thing. Uh, I I will harp on just uh, just to end and stuff before I uh, slide on out of here for you guys is um when uh like if you guys are ever worried about like the fact that like Clemson fans are getting like upset at the fact that you know Tony Elliott's abandoning you know the passing game or or he's abandoning the run you know um from from games at Clemson, one of the big things is uh, is it's a spoil of riches, right? Everyone's going to say, "Oh, mm-hmm. we'll give give Travis Etienne the ball more, right? Give give Will Shipley the ball more." But then it's also like, "Yeah, but then you got a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, you have wide receivers in Justin Ross and T Higgins." You know, it's a, a, a lot of the Clemson fans fans' critiques. Um, even though they are could could be warranted and 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 do make sense, but from a uh, actual in depth point of view, they're a little bit misplaced. I I, I I for one been doing that a lot, but it's one of those things like you know just trust the process, right? He's uh, he knows what he's doing. He made two point five million dollars a year at Clemson doing it. He's won two national championships at Clemson doing it. Uh, one of the big things that one of the biggest challenges that he's going to face at Virginia, I don't think is production. I don't think it's going to be development because Georgia, um, uh, Virginia has done a phenomenal job at doing that. It's going to be in-state recruiting. There's a lot of talent in the Commonwealth. UNC and Clemson and Penn State have really exploited that. So if he's able to recruit in the state and, and he's able to get those blue chip guys to commit to Virginia to commit to the Wahoos. That's going to be one of those things that builds excitement for the program. It's going to bring the boosters back in. It's going to bring in money. 
and it and and it, it, it can really catapult Virginia Virginia athletics to 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 another tier because you have the basketball talent, you have the baseball talent. If you can get the big money program in football up at that ACC competing level like the other programs, then UVA is going to be a very talented athletic school. That man came on here with some expectations. God, I'm expecting, I'm expecting to see Clemson and Virginia for a few years to come in the ACC championship game. I really do. I think you know. I have I've had a great love and uh, and um, admiration for Bronco Mendenhall. I think he's done a fantastic job at Virginia. Uh, even um, even in this tr- transition, he's been nothing but class. You know, I, I loved watching Bryce Perkins play. You know, it's, you know, I have, um, I have been up to Charlottesville. You guys gave, gave me nothing but love, you know, you know, welcome to Charlottesville. Welcome to Virginia. You know, like, oh, like, where are you staying? Oh, you got to eat here. Nothing but love <laughs> for you guys. So I am really, really, really cheering for y'all. Facts, man. Boy, appreciate appreciate it, man. you taking time out today. To jump in uh, Twitter space, uh, I'm gonna get you on K Palmer. Then after that, so yeah, K Palmer, go ahead, brother. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Yo, what's up, my guy? Um, didn't get a sausage strips shout out in the press. Come on, um, but uh, I think number one, let's shout out Carlo for just bringing the heat with the kicks of the press conference. <laughs> Those Jordan fours were nice. Yeah, blue joints, two navy um, master master suit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And uh, no, I, I think he, you know just the overall is that you know he was composed. to just I think he, he you know he has the ability to speak to to speak sort of the UVA speak in a way. You know, just uh, I, and I hope that the donors see that you know sooner than later, and you know maybe we get some some. You know, funds flowing in faster than we anticipated. Um, I, you know, nothing, nothing but respect for him though, and what he brought. And I, I would love to see Taj Boyd on the staff. Um, I think that would be a huge, huge, huge get. Um, and obviously, I hope they retain uh, Hagens. And uh, if we can get Beck, that would be, you know, and TJ to get get them back, that'd be huge. Um, I think obviously the big one's just going to be, you know, the DC hire, right. And, and what we do there. Um, and that's going to be the interesting part. And I just hope that we don't wait. I know he, he wants to make it a lot of evaluations, you know, of the current staff, but I just hope we don't wait too long with, you know, obviously a lot of turnover on other staffs, um, and, and other, you know, other programs hiring the same positions as well. We're just not, you know, a step behind. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Hawk, what you got? Nah, man. Everything he said was on point. Definitely. Everybody's going to be paying attention like, to see about his staff, and it's that happy meeting of doing your due diligence, but also understanding that time is precious, yeah. and you don't want potential hires to go somewhere else because you were over-evaluating you know, the current staff or guys you had in mind. So he's in that... that that's you know uncharted waters, but he can do it, and um, just utilize his resources and understand that people may clamor to him because he's coming from a winner. You know he has national championships under his belt, so that's going to be attractive to a lot of young coaches that 
want to seek to get promoted if they haven't been uh, offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator um, at their other schools. So yeah, I think it's, it's all just exciting. Yeah, and I, think that, and I think that we obviously, you know, the expectations, we got to keep them somewhere, somewhat low Uh-oh. for when. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Expectations. Think, we heard I think, Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> I think the expectations for Wednesday need to be kept kept at bay um, and hope that once the staff is put in place that we can make a big push in February. Yep. That's what I look to see. That's what's going to be interesting, you know, how we ride to me, you know, through this transitional period. We have one last mission. Let's go bust them little ponies ass out there at Fenway, go slam them up against the green monster. And then it needs to be business as usual still. How can we make that push to February, you know, during this transition period? I think that's what's exciting to us all anyway. When you get a guy of that caliber, like Hawk said, with those rings, you know, it's exciting to see, you know, who going to be your first person you pull? What you going to do? We all watching now. We all itching, you know what I'm saying? So that, yeah. that that's very valuable points. I, I, I think, agree with yeah. you. Yeah, and I think you know he brings a ton of energy on the field. And I thought the press conference it, it was very composed, right? And I and I think that is something that was actually really interesting to see how that plays out. Like, I, I really respect that. How like on the field, you know, he can bring the energy. He can bring with with the kid, you know, the the men on the field. But then at the same time, press conference wise, it's all business all the time, and he can get that done as well, which. You know, it's. Uh, I, I think that there's a lot of buy-in there, and uh, I, I think it's easy to buy in to, to someone like that who can do it on both sides. You know, on the business side, on the you know just the professionalism, uh, but then also when it comes to being on the field, he can just bring that energy every day and get people excited. Completely agree. I completely agree. Shoot, and there you have him. All right, fellas. So this is going to be the end of this Twitter space. We kept it an hour this time. Appreciate everybody for jumping on, taking time out there Monday to share their thoughts on Tony Elliott's press conference. And as always, if you want to support the program, you could donate to the master plan. And also, most importantly, man, go pick you up that season ticket. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, sir. We got a new one up here, OG. Yeah, I'm process. out here. I'm out here. But but if you can't do those things, man, retweet anything that the program shows. Just become a positive vessel and an advocate and implore people to, whether it's a spring game, whether it's gatherings, just support the program any way that you can because uh, we got to do our part, too, to help with the product on the field. Control what we can control, baby. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday at 8, Wednesday at 8, yeah. Wednesday there at 8. There you go. Wednesday Make sure eight, you check bro. out OG Spaces, man. Wednesday, Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Check Wednesday at 8. We're going to open the mic. We're going to open the floor probably about 8.15. So come in at 8. Come in at 8.10. Come in at 8.14. You know what I'm saying? We're going to open it up, and then we're going we're gonna to start talking. We're going to speak on and these got, topics. Uh, Petty Hawk want to say something. Before we get up out here, all my good <laughs> people on the message board that I'm not a member of, can y'all please, like, make a, a thread of saying, you know what, I was wrong about Ball Hawk's that Twitter space, he actually won't say what the other dude was saying. If they could just do that for me and be accountable, I appreciate it, man. That's all. Just give me the same energy, man. If you jump same out there and you were wrong, yeah, jump out there and say you was wrong, dog. That's like, it, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I, I still love you regardless, but you, you had a lot of energy to diss me. I commented. 
Yeah, yeah. I comment it. Yeah, but salute to the like people that. who run that, the run the message boards in that company because they are great people. Believe that. So I'm gonna holler at y'all, man. Wahoo, wah. We out of here. Let's Peace. go, go hoo, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.